Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FWWC tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on a fantastic ride. Ladies and gentlemen, the FWWC tonight starts in five. Four, three, two, one. Enjoy the ride. FWWC Universe to the FWWC tonight. Now, first, let me just say uh, CEO couldn't make it, so you guys are kind of stuck with me, but I know no matter what you say, you guys love me, and it's awesome to be here tonight. Before we get the show started and before we dive into everything that we're going to dive in, I want to remind you that if you would like to call in and say a few words and talk with us a little bit, you know that number? It's 657 383 one five two one. Make sure you're calling in and let's talk. If you have a match tomorrow night, you need to be calling in, hyping up that match. And if you are involved in Monday night's matches, which we're going to run down here shortly, we want to hear from you as well. Now, real quick before we get started, I just want to say uh, a big congratulations to the Wrestle Talk podcast. If you weren't listening Tuesday night, you really missed a great show. There were several guests. They celebrated their 400th episode, and one of the things that the Wrestle Talk podcast was really cool was they showed a new logo. That's right. They introduced a new logo and some new merchandise, and we're going to go down the list here of sponsors, and as we do, I will let you know about that new merchandise. Um, but again, the Wrestle Talk podcast, they celebrated their 400th episode. We can't wait to see the 500th. Let's first, as I said, thank the Wrestle Talk podcast. We want to thank Royal Mills Transportation. We also want to thank Rathbun Engraving. Now they they do the engraving on those beautiful Wrestle Talk bar quality mugs. If you've seen them and you haven't got yours yet, hey, you need to get one. They're twenty dollars. Five dollars more will put your name on the mug, and then there's a ten dollar shipping and handling charge. If you want your mug, make sure to hit up a member, any member at all of the WrestleTalk podcast, and they will get the information to you. They'll let you know how to pay for it, and they will get that out to you as soon as possible. Um, Also, Nobleman's Barber Lounge. Ask for Pizza Barber when you go in. He does a great job, and let him know the WrestleTalk podcast sent you. Kincaid Arcade at Overpark Mall, which is where all the watch parties are held. Everything Combat with me, Fiesta, Casey Reynolds. Interstate 70 Sports Media, and Little Popeye's Designs. Now, they have designed the new Wrestle Talk podcast logo. And as that, along with that, they have also designed a new Tumblr. So if you weren't listening Tuesday night, you missed this awesome-looking Tumblr. I'm getting mine very soon, and you like the mug, you can get your name put on it. It has the new Wrestle Talk podcast logo on it. And again, just like the cup mug, it's $20 for the cup, it's $5 to put your name on it, and $10 for the shipping and handling. Again, 
If you want that new tumbler, that awesome-looking tumbler that you can take anywhere with you, hit up a member of the Wrestle Talk podcast, and they will be more than happy to get yours to you as soon as possible. So now that we've paid the bills, now that we've gotten that out of the way, we've paid homage to our sponsors, especially, again, the Wrestle Talk podcast, 400th episode. If you didn't catch it, go back and listen. Shame on you. So we're going to move on into some things. Um, I'm kind of waiting to see if we have any uh, callers on the line. But uh, real quick, let me run down the card for Friday night. Now, there has been a change to that card. There was going to be um, a match that they called uh, Good Friends, Better Enemies, or something to that nature. It was going to have the Battle Cat and James Butkus. We're going to go against um, that Evan guy and Douglas James. For some reason or another, the Battle Cat um, cannot make this match, and it doesn't look like he's going to be able to make money in the bank. So the match at Money in the Bank that's already been scheduled between Funky Flex, Battle Cat, and James Butkus has now been changed to be just Funky Flex and James Butkus. So, um, you know, you're going to have that happening at uh, Money in the Bank. But Friday night, James Butkus is going to be taking on Douglas James. So that ought to be um, a pretty decent match. And if you're – uh, you know, if you would like to give your opinion on that match, please give us a call. Let us know. Um, also, we're going to do Friday night the uh, second round of the FWWC Tag Team Tournament, the semifinal round. This is a double main event, folks, and it puts the team of Prophets of Madness up against Assassin's Syndicate, and the Devil's Dynasty will be going against Holy Hell. So that's going to be a really awesome round. And it will be anxious. Will be, I mean, I'm anxious, and it will be very interesting to see which two of these teams, uh, you know, emerge for the final round. And then, real quick, I'm going to give you before we start taking some callers. I'm going to give you Monday night's card. Yes, there is going to be a card Monday night. And let me tell you what happened here. Now, last Friday there was a match put up, and it was a five-way match between Remy Ricks, me, Savior Saint. Jimmy Rattlesnake, and Lucky Lucha. We were taking on Hannibal Lecter, Hannibal Lecter, whatever his name is. Anyway, that Lecter guy. And the rule of the match was you either had to tie or beat him in order to advance to the next round. Now, at the end of the match, of course, Lucky Lucha, he came out on the very top of that match. He was the one that came out higher than anybody else, and thus he got a bye in this next round, and the four of us who remained, myself, Remy Ricks, uh, Jimmy Rattlesnake, and Savior Saint will be moving on to Money in the Bank, and the four of us will be in a big match to determine, uh, you know, who I guess will take on Lucky Lucha to become the number one contender for the European title. So that match, um, when that match was announced, there were two gentlemen who decided that they wanted to trash the match. They wanted to question the BOD's thinking and why would you boring match? And they just went on and on and on. And they kind of raised the ire of the CEO. The CEO decided to book a match for this Monday night coming. And in that match, he has put <laughs> Luchador de KC against yours truly and Remy Ricks. Now, Luchador has to beat the combined scores of me and Remy Ricks. Now, that's not totally impossible, but it's not likely. But just the same, Luchador will be stepping in the ring for trashing the BODs, just questioning the, the intelligence of those around him. And the only reason that Madman Joe is not having to step in this ring it's because he is one of the contenders in the tag title. So, good luck, you folks. All I can say is good luck with all the tag teams on Friday night, and good luck to Luchador Monday night. You're going to need it. But I do understand that we have some people on the phone. So let's talk with, let's see here, 
why don't we first talk with a gentleman who was also in that match and who will be in the match at Money in the Bank against myself and Remy Rick, Rattlesnake, Jimmy. So let's bring on the Saint and let's talk with him a little bit about what he's thinking about what's going on the next couple of days. Savior Saint, are you with us? Oh, hell yeah, I'm here. How's it going, dude? Hey, it's going, it's going. So, um, you know, that was a crazy match we had there the other night. I mean, it seems like everybody advanced to the next, you know, step in this uh, process. So um, I'm sure you're you're believing that you're going to win it. But if by chance you weren't to win it, who do you think could possibly go all the way in this match? I mean, everybody hates on Lucky, but – and Remy, Remy – I don't know if you watched Remy's latest promo, but he hit the nail on the head when he talked about how accomplished all the people were in that match, but Lucky beat all of us, man. You got to be aware. Like, that's one thing in my time off that I've I've gathered and gone and done is be more self-aware and be aware of what's around you. And I'm aware that Lucky got all our asses, dude, and beat the champion in one night. All former champions, all future Hall of Famers beat all of us, so... Real recognize real. I'm gonna have to beat you guys and get on there and beat him, or one of us is gonna have to beat him. And he's ready. He's already gonna be ready for us. So that's one thing that that you got to keep in mind, sis. I know. I know that we're all accomplished and stuff, but hey, rookies, rookies are fire. Look at when we came in. We were fire. These new rookies that come in are fire. Maybe he's having a bounce back. I know that he ain't accomplished the the championship gold around his waist yet, but there's a first time for everything. And yeah, one thing like to take to note is a man or a woman or a human being that faces adversity and gets the fuck back up every time you take note and you wreck because he will be a champion one day. But, hey, just between us, you know, I know I hyped him up, but we're going to get his ass. He ain't going to be lucky that night for sure. <laughs> definitely, definitely. You know, and I got to tell you, you talked about when we all first came in, and I came in about around about the same time you did. I think you were here a little bit before me. But when I came in, uh, you know, you and the Hefty Boys, you know, SOS and Hefty Boys, you guys were uh, embroiled in, you know, just a major, major uh, fight. You know, you guys just were going back and forth. And, you know, I come in, and one of the things that I personally did when I first came in and I got to give you the credit for kind of pointing this out to me and helping me to try and change this was, you know, one of the things I often heard you say to me was you bury everybody, you bury your opponents, you bury the people around you and you don't give anybody credit and you don't, you take for granted, you know, the things that are happening. And, you know, when I took my little bit of time off, I did kind of think about that. And when I came back, that was one of my goals was not, to bury people, not to go back and say, you suck, you stink, you can't beat me, you're no good. Because, you know, that's just in a way when you stand up and tell everybody else, you know, you're no good and you're not as good as me, you're, you're kind of hiding your insecurity. And unfortunately, exactly. that's kind of bringing them out, you know. So right. ego, I want to credit ego is a Ego is a big thing. Like once you once you come to terms and realize that, like, like life and things are easier. Becoming a champion will become easier because you're aware that there are people that are just if not better, but that does not mean that you can't beat them and be better than them, you know, but whenever you beat somebody that you just tarnish, that's really not an accomplishment. That's you just dragging them instead of acknowledging someone else. You know, like I said, it goes back to real recognize real. Uh, That's one thing that I come in here. I used to always try to fight Mata and we had so many battles against uh, all his tag teams that he's had. But every time, I would be on top of the world, almost getting those fucking records just like they got now. And then they'd come in, knock me back down. But guess what? The motto fucking changed and was going to higher and higher. Instead of the light and that funky music, Funky and I put our shit together, and higher and higher is the motto. Now they use that shit on the podcast. The Shout-out to the... Uh, the Wrestle Talk Tonight podcast for using that shit too. I see it. I see it on their on when they promote it. It's fire, and it's a, something that everybody can do. You know, I'm here to kick yeah. ass and win championships and make a legacy and leave SOF to the highest, highest, highest part of FWWC history. 
I'm not going to go nowhere, you know, like shit happens, people take time off, come back and stuff. My heart is here. I'm back. And like you said, like changing, you doing that, it made you better. The way you are on the podcast, you're doing great. Like I heard you before, like I was just chilling, listening to you. I wasn't doing something else. You had my ear the whole time. You just got to keep progressing and everybody, that's one thing that kind of draw me back because my life has been pretty fucking crazy this last, this year. So seeing all these new people and everyone else and all the veterans and all my former friends and enemies even coming back, it's lit a passion in me and everybody's about to see it. Well, we're glad to have you back. And, you know, going a little OOC for a moment or so, how's the, how's the baby? Oh, he's good. He's doing good. He started walking now. So he's getting ready to come oh, and kick wow. all y'all's asses. <laughs> uh, there you go. Him you, give soon, him an you. you give him What's an entrance with both big hugs for me. Give him both. Give both the baby and your wife a big hug for me. You know, tell them that in itself yes, we miss her. Love to see her back at some point. Um, but you know, back to what we were talking about, though. You know, what I was saying about you know, I kind of learned my lesson from you. Um, you know, I got to take this time to say. You know, I've always been one that's been one of the hardest on Lucky. I've always said, you know, Lucky needed to improve here or there. And, but I got to tell you, in probably the last year, I have seen a great deal of improvement in Lucky. I have seen him go from somebody that not a lot of people think can go any further in this group to somebody who's about to prove all of us wrong. And I, I love to see that about Lucky. I like to see the passion in him, and I like to see that, He's not letting everybody telling him he's no good hold him back. So, you know, good luck to him. But honestly, we gonna get you. But you know, yeah. that doesn't mean that yeah. you, you ain't getting better. That luck's gonna run out, boy, on Monday night. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, it's well, good fun. It's all in fun. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess you heard that when the that match was announced, uh, the five of us on one. That there was a couple of people who got a little salty, talked about how boring the match was going to be. One of them, your own SOS brother, Madman Joe, you know, saying that, oh, this is going to be a boring match and I wouldn't watch. So because him and Luchador de Casey decided to kind of trash the match, this Monday night, Remy Ricks and myself are going against uh, Luchador to KC, and he has to beat our combined score in order to win this match. Now, I'm not going to say that that's impossible because it is possible. One of us could have a very off night, but it's not likely. But what would you say to Luchador about this match? Oh, you better dig deep, bro. And you better hope that some of Lucky's luck rubs off on you. Have a smoke session with him or something because he's lucky right now. I mean, I seen that. I seen that. I said, "Ooh, boy, that's a tall mountain to climb." But hey, it can be done. You know, like that's one thing you can't sleep on nobody. I remember he tried for so long. He got that match with Mata. You know what I'm saying? So he's got he's got passion and heart, but he's just a he's kind of a dork, fucking goofball about shit. Like, just pay more attention, you wouldn't find yourself in these situations. I almost found myself in a situation like I didn't even know. Uh, of miscommunication and me not being aware. I didn't know I had that last match, but, you know, shit happens. I got to hide out from Lawman, didn't have to worry about Luke Justice SWAT team getting my ass a little bit longer, and then some shit went down, and I got an army behind me, like I said. You all find there out you soon go. enough. You, you know, one of my most favorite matches here in the FWWC, since I've been in here, one of my ultimate favorite matches was my hardcore title match with you. Now, I had to hand my belt over, but it was probably one of my most favorite matches. I mean, we just cut loose and let it happen. And I got to say, you know, I will always have a great deal of respect and thankfulness to you for that match. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you too, you know. Everybody helps everybody go higher and higher whether you hate each other or not. So there's people don't realize that. It goes back to the awareness. But yeah, exactly. matches the hardcore, the old, them old school hardcore matches we had, yeah, for sure. I got a scar on my face looking like Harry Potter now because of those things. So, like <laughs> that shit, that was that was real fun. So, hopefully, uh, we can bring that kind of energy back for that championship. 
Definitely. And, you know, I got to tell you, too, another another one of my favorite moments with you was the uh, promo you did against Tank Westbrook when you went out looking for him and eventually found the big tank that you did your promo <laughs> from. That was just one oh, of the shit. best. And if, if any of you out there have not seen that promo, you need to go back and look, you know, archives to see if you can find it because that was a great promo. Yeah. I need to kind of find that or that saying again because getting older and the way life hits you, you shit kind of knocks you off track because I'd be thinking about that stuff and that creative mind and I just pass those moments up, but I need to get back into it because that shit, that was funny. We cut a lot of cool things and did a lot of amazing things. Definitely, definitely. And um, I don't know if you caught it Tuesday night, but of course the WrestleTalk podcast celebrated their 400th episode. They have some new merch out, a brand new Tumblr uh, with the new logo on it, and it was really awesome. So, again, if you folks out there haven't seen that yet, you go back and watch that replay because, believe me, that was an awesome show. And, um, you know, just like the Wrestle Talk podcast, I'm hoping that the FWWC, uh, you know, I can't wait for us to have our 400th episode. That's going to be awesome. Coming on, and uh, before I let you go, is there anything you'd like to leave the FWWC with? Uh, not, not, not too much. I said enough. Everybody, keep that fire, that passion going. Hey, oh, I do want to say one thing about them uh, miscommunications and me not paying attention those last two weeks. I heard uh, somebody been chitter chattering about me. Hey, theory, what's up? I'm here. I'm back. If you're listening. Come get this smoke, bro. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much there. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the saint. And uh, he's always good for, you know, always entertaining. He always is. And, you know, I remember when I first came in the group, um, him and Funky and a gentleman, uh, another young gentleman they had with them, uh, I always loved watching them. I've always loved watching the SOF and what they did and, you know, um, it's just been awesome. So uh, it's good to see them back, and I really hope that you guys, uh, you know, keep up the good work you're doing. Now, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna move on a little bit here. I'm gonna bring somebody on who um, actually is gonna be a part tomorrow night of the tag team round tournament. And I just kind of wonder. I'd, I'd like to know what he thinks. I'd also like to ask him a little bit about what's going on since he's also, uh, you know, one of the, I don't know if it's a booker or, let's bring on Oni and uh, let him explain his position here. Oni, are you with us? Hello, Hot How's it going? Um, it's going great. It's going great. It's good to have you here. Now, I know I ask you this all the time, but I just keep forgetting. What exactly is your title here? Well, over there, I'm the agent. So, basically, I help write down match information to the concept of character profile, win-loss record, you know. I've been keeping tabs on everything, you know. Uh, but okay. as an agent, my main goal is to help raise everyone's fun level inside the group, you know. I want them to have fun inside the group and make it more like a traditional business like it is now, you know? Awesome. Awesome. You know, Oni, while you're um, explaining that, I actually got a message that there's someone who kind of wants to come on and, um, you know, just kind of maybe explain where you are and what you're doing and, um, you know, kind of has something that they kind of wanted to say. So, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to bring on one half or one third of the BOD, a gentleman who this company.
in case you couldn't tell, ladies and gentlemen, the night owl. Que pasa, que pasa, que pasa, loyal members of the FWWC universe. What is up, sis? Doing a great job tonight. I'm really digging it. Really digging it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And, you know, again, I just want to say congratulations on that 400 episode. Wrestle Talk has been awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to push those tumblers for you, trying to let everybody know if they didn't hear the show, you got to get them tumblers. Those things are incredible looking. Well, there, there's no doubt about it, and I appreciate you speaking on it, so I won't, you know, carry on. But I, what I will say is that I owe everybody in the FWBC, past, present, and future, uh, future a great debt of gratitude for the amount of support, guys. We had a consistent viewership of 12 uh, live on the Facebook stream alone throughout the entire three hours and 15 minutes of the show, which is by some people's standards probably very modest and small, but for us to have that kind of retention over such a long show, it's literally like sitting watching The Godfather without taking any bathroom breaks. Like people were with, or maybe they did take bathroom breaks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't even know where people were watching from, but, you know, I know you were one of those people, Susie, anybody else who, you know, locked in on us, shared the podcast, gave us a like, gave us a heart, you know, came on, you know, you and Remy did an outstanding job um, of uh, of representing the FWWC. You guys were very classy, yet you kept the controversy up, right? People wanted to know what you guys were talking about. We didn't lose anything while you guys were on with us. And, of course, you know, Dewan, my partner in crime, uh, did such an absolutely phenomenal job of, you know, representing FWWC as leadership, you know. Uh, I think it just went a long way. So thank you, FWWC. Yeah, if you want to, go grab those tumblers. If not, we still have the old-fashioned mugs. Same price for both, 10 with just the logo, an extra five for your name plus shipping. Uh, holla at us. But, yeah, um, it was awesome. 400 was epic, and, and I want to appreciate everybody who's going to support us all the way to episode 500. That's that's for sure. Definitely, definitely. Now, Night Owl, I do have a question for you here. You know, we have Oni on the line, and I'm not 100% sure, and I'm sure there's others out there that don't completely understand it. What exactly is Oni's role here? Are there others that will be doing the same thing that Oni's doing? And Love it. Love what it. Great think, question. What do you think so far about what he's done? Okay, so he did a really good job, Oni. Uh, I'm just going to basically co-sign everything you said. Um, Oni is a great presence in this group. Um, I know that he's, you know, had an opportunity to contend for championships here. Um, and, you know, um, contributions, uh, his level of creativity, the, the thought that he puts in to his character, so to speak, allow me to break the, the wall here, uh, is, is what we want. We want people to uh, go outside themselves. And that doesn't mean you got to put a mask on and change your voice, but what that means is we want your character to have depth, uh, to be an onion, as the, the wise man Shrek once said, right, to have layers. And Sky King Oni, I think, has only begun to show his layers. And one of those layers that we've come to find out because of his exceptional work last season is that he's actually a, a great leader. Uh, he knows how to rally people. Uh, he knows how to make you feel welcome. Uh, he understands structure. He understands the idea of continual growth. Uh, but at the same time, he's also an old-school wrestling fan, which is the energy we're trying to give off this season. Like, we're booking these matches the old-fashioned way. Uh, you know, there, there's obviously going to be – um, you know, some jostling going on backstage for, you know, people getting opportunities to be booked. But we've made it very simple for people to understand how you get yourself booked, right? You interact. You stay active. You very much have to pay attention to the podcast. Um, you very much have to pay attention to people's promos and role play. And once you do that, if you're willing to do that, then it's quite easy to get in where you fit in. Um, so to be very specific, so Oni is helping us um, on one hand – to onboard some up-and-coming superstars that are coming down the pipeline. You guys are going to be really excited about some of the people that we're going to be introducing here in the next coming weeks and months. Uh, he's also responsible for uh, occasionally running challenges, uh, taking scores, getting people into chat rooms, explaining the rules. Um, he, he's helping to us uh, in a sort of consigliere-type fashion because of his knowledge of professional wrestling. I know that myself and and Dewan trust him with, um, you know, certain booking uh, conversations, and not that he's making any final decisions because he's obviously an active competitor, and that wouldn't be right. 
But Oni's got the mind for this business, and we believe he's got the organizational skills and the enthusiasm that you need to be helpful. So much like in professional wrestling, Oni may occasionally reach out to you, talk to you about your personal booking, things that we've discussed with him beforehand, and deliver a message where we can't. And so if Oni comes to you and says, hey, the BOD said, then take it as if it was a hand-delivered letter written and signed by both myself and Dewan Mills. So we've got all the confidence in the world uh, in him as a superstar. He's proven that. And we've got even more confidence um, uh, in him as an agent. And to answer your question before I go, no, this is not an exclusive position. Others, uh, you know, of the like uh, who have that those same qualities, you know, a guy like Hardcore Hoss would easily fit into that role. As we saw, he did such a tremendous job last season during the brand battle, you know, organizational skills, being welcoming, so on and so forth. Um, those are the skills and quality that we're looking for. Those are those are the things we're looking for. So. Um, there, I could obviously write off some more examples, but I think you guys know what I'm, what I'm getting at. So, uh, with all due respect, I'm going to go ahead and sign off because I do have to continue, uh, filing paperwork here. We've got some patents and some other things that we want to continue to get done for the company. So hopefully that answers your question, sis. Uh, and Oni, thank you for everything you've done, man. We're very proud of you and you can count on our continued support, uh, as members of the BOD, man. Thank you very much. It did answer my question, not now, but before you go, I do have one other question I wanted to ask you. Um, you know about this. You know about this match that's going on Monday, where myself and Remy Ricks are taking on Luchador de KC. And yes. I'm sure that Dewan has talked to you about that and explained to you why he. Well, we many discussions, um, many discussions. Right. So I would just like your opinion on that match. Um, you know, not. I'm not asking. You know, do you agree with Dewan or not? That's not. You know, obviously you do, or the match wouldn't be happening. I don't. Um, I, I will answer that frankly. I do not. I, I do not agree that uh, a, a superstar of Luchador de Kansas City's level should should be treated this way for speaking up. Uh, I think Dewan is allowing, um, and, and I don't know if he's allowing it. I, I think he may be completely oblivious. Sis, you know everything that we dealt with concerning Devil's Dynasty last year. Yes. And we know mm-hmm. that thanks to uh, yourself, uh Many members of La Familia, many members of the FWWC, you know, SOF stepped up to a certain extent to help us. And, of course, El Mata himself, our Warriors Heart champion, if it wouldn't have been for that collection of folks, uh, this the FWWC may not exist if we would have left it in the hands of El Diablo. Thankfully, he's gone, but Devil's Dynasty continues, and, and I get this feeling, um, especially by what I hear in the locker room by certain superstars, that the powers of El Diablo may not be completely absolved from the FWWC universe. We saw him pop in and drop a message. It wasn't more than a month ago for those that are actually paying attention. So <clears throat> point being, this pale face thing, uh, the BOD is all over it. I don't know if that played any sort of factor into this decision. Uh, I do believe that uh, Luchador should know a little bit better than to be talking crazy like that and picking sides when it's really none of his business. But, you know, like the luchador that he is, he'll go in uh, against all odds. And, um, you know, we've seen him pull off miracles before. If I'm not mistaken, we saw him at one point beat um, El Mata for the FWC World Championship a few years ago. So there are some improbabilities that one would never think could happen in the world of the FWC. But who knows? Maybe El Luchador will call his shot once again. Um, do, do I think it's probable, sis? No, of course not. It is improbable. It is uh, you know, one in a million. But if anyone can do it, and if anyone has proven that they can do it, it's a luchador. And I think it would absolutely enrage Dewan on another level if the luchador was able to pull this off and, uh, and, and he was able to somehow salvage his opportunity to be a part of one of our biggest events of the year, one of the big five amigos, FWWC Money in the Bank. So um, pretty incredible stuff. Um, hopefully nobody gets injured in that matchup. We're going to definitely be reinforcing the ring. Uh, Remy and Luchador are big guys. They're strong. And, sis, well, we all know that you know what you're doing in the ring as well. So good luck to you all. And uh, please make sure you <laughs> you don't get into the fans too much, okay, guys? We, we have enough lawsuits pending already for some of the shenanigans that go on here in the FWMC, and I really don't need to be kept up any later dealing with these lawyers and all this nonsense. So, so hopefully that answers your I'll question. I'll try to uh, keep best it of luck as professional to all you guys. as possible. Oh, I'll try yeah. to keep well, it Hopefully if you, guys are, if you guys are anything like you were on the podcast the other night, I think we'll be fine, but I'm not putting my money on it. <laughs> well, thank you. You guys have out. a good night. Great job, everybody. Thank you for your help. 
And Oni, are Anytime. you still with Bye. me there? Yes, I'm here. Oni, are you, you? Okay, great. Now, you know, I just wanted to take a moment, you know, to let the night out come on and, and have a say about, you know, the work you're doing here. And, you know, I personally would just like to thank you for everything you're helping out with. Uh, you know, you're you're a great asset here to the FWWC, so thank you for that. Now, I do want to move into real quick with you. I'd like to talk with you just a moment about tomorrow night. You and your partner, Fallen, are going against, uh, let me see, what's, what's that you're going against? Um, the Devil's Dynasty. Right, the Devil's Dynasty. You guys are going against the Devil's Dynasty in the second round of the tag team tournament. Now, I got to tell you, you know, a lot of people sleep on you and Fallen. They think Holy Hell is not that great a team. You guys really can't do a whole lot. But you guys made it to the second round. And I got to tell you, you know, as somebody who just has sat back a little bit and watched, you and Fallen, I mean, you guys could take this whole thing. You guys could go all the way and face the law dogs at SummerSlam. What do you think? is the chances that you guys are going to do it, and how do you feel about getting this far in the tournament? How hard close it is. To be honest, I've never looked down at any of my opponents. Like the Devil's Dynasty, they're all like my brothers. And the fact is, you know how when families deal with each other, they try to raise each other up. The FWWC is the same. We're kind of like family as well. So, you know, I never looked down at you, like when we had that title match defense while he was going for the title, you know? Yep, but I remember. Time, you know, he and I both got close. It was neck to neck, you know? But you did win, you know? And, you know, I had no hard feelings. Back in the day, you know, I have, I've been... I have no doubt that at some point you will have gold here. It's just a matter of time. I do believe that. And, um, you know, I know you have not had a title as of yet since you've been here. But, you know, everybody, probably a year or so, I was here before I got my first title. And I don't doubt that at some point you and Lucky Lucha both will be title holders here. Thank you. thing is, to be honest, Going against my brothers, I enjoy the fact that we're going to have fun with all the competition. Back in the day, in the backyard wrestling, I landed on picnic tables. I landed on ladders, been hit with steel chills, literally, ball dryer. We've actually done everything. So, you know, it's not that I'm looking at my past as achievements, but, you know, stuff that I had to go through to get to where I am now just shows that I'm going to endure as much as I can. Well, good luck tomorrow night. And uh, before I let you go, is there anything you'd like to leave the FWWC universe with? Yes. Um, One thing I would like to leave the FWWC with and the FWWC universe I want to thank you all for, you know, your support. I want you guys to all have fun. And just know, in the end, we're all family. Well, thank you there, Oni. And, uh, you know, once again, good luck to you and following tomorrow night. And uh, good luck in the tournament. You know, it's, it's definitely um, great to see you guys in that next round. Um, so now I am going to, you know, once again, I would like to um, reiterate for those of you who maybe just joined us and, and maybe didn't hear the announcements before, tomorrow night we have a one-on-one uh, match between James Butkus and Douglas James. That had originally been a tag team match. Uh, Butkus was teaming up with Battle Cat, uh, Evan was teaming up with Douglas James and that unfortunately battle cat and Evan are going to be unable to be in this match. And for whatever that reason is battle cat is also not going to be able to be at money in the bank. So that changes the money in the bank match 
to where it's now going to be James Butkus versus Funky Flex for the um, title, I believe. So along with that, uh, we're also going to have matches on Monday night. And once again, on Monday night at this point in time, unless there's ties in those tag team matches from tomorrow night, which, by the way, I forgot to mention, um, tomorrow night we have the second round, the semifinal round of the tag team tournament to determine the number one contenders to go to SummerSlam and face the Law Dogs. And that team it puts Prophets of Madness against the Assassin's Syndicate and Devil's Dynasty going against Holy Hell. So the two teams that come out ahead on those will then go to um, Money in the Bank, and they will fight for the number one contendership at SummerSlam to the Law Dogs. The Law Dogs, who, by the way, you know, and I would like to bring this up, um, something that a few of you may not realize, the Law Dogs have now held those tag team titles for over one year. The Law Dogs have been our tag team champion for more than a year. So, you know, Law Dogs, congratulations, man. You guys have held them titles. It's It's been a long ride, and I don't technically see that ride ending anytime soon. But, you know, as has been said a couple of times here, anything can happen. So Monday night, we're also having a match. Because of the five-way match that was put on the card um, last week, uh, some people decided to criticize and talk about how boring the matches were. And, you know, we had two gentlemen, um, Mr. Joe, Madman Joe, that is, and Luchador, who decided to trash that match. Now, that kind of angered the CEO a little bit. And so he decided to put myself and Remy Rick in a match against Luchador to Kansas City. And that match is happening on Monday. Now, the rule of this match is, is that Luchador has to beat the combined score of me and Remy Rick. Is that possible? Yes, it's possible. And as the Night Owl said a moment ago, we all know that if anyone can do it, it could be the Luchador. One of us, me or Remy, we could have an off night and our scores may not be the greatest. Luchador could have a great card and you just never know. Or Remy and I could come in top of our game, which we intend to, and really punish him, not necessarily for voicing an opinion as much as trashing something that really had nothing to do with him. But the CEO has his reasons, and I'm sure next week, if anyone wants to call in and ask, he'd be more than happy to explain them. So that's our card for Friday. Fucking bullshit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But tomorrow night, as I have said, the Assassin Syndicate is going to be taking on the Prophets of Madness. Right. All know that the Prophets of Madness have been around for quite a while. They've been a, a formidable tag team, and it's, you know, they have not exactly always been able to capture that tag team gold, but there's always a first time for everything, and this could be that time. But right now, I have the Assassin's Syndicate on the line, and I'd like to bring them both in so they can give a message to the Prophets of Madness and the FWWC universe to let them know where they're coming from in this match and what they believe the Prophets of Madness's chances of getting the tag team gold this time are. Uh, Ace and Alpha, are you with me? That we are. That we are. Welcome, gentlemen, to the show. And at this time, you know, like I said, I know you two are scheduled to meet the Prophets of Madness. Now, let's not forget that this has been a team that's been around for a while. These are two gentlemen that are phenomenal in the ring. I have had the opportunity to go up against Bishop Atomachu, um, and the bishop is definitely not somebody you can sleep on. As for Madman Joe, he knows what he's doing in the ring. Sometimes, though, his ego gets in his way. And, unfortunately, it gets in bishop's way. But what do you gentlemen think the the outcome tomorrow night? I mean, obviously, you think you're going to win the match. You're obviously there. But 
do you think it's going to be an easy win, or do you think it's going to be just a walk in the park? I mean, do you want to open this one, Ace? Because I can let you. <laughs> well, it's definitely not going to be an easy win. I mean, we're no strangers to Prophets of Madness. That's actually how we made our debut. And, uh, you know, so far, it kind of seemed like they had our number the first couple of times we faced them. But, you know, we we were still, you know, straight into it, real new to it. We're kind of getting established in Right now, we're not trying to really make a name for ourselves like we were when we first came in. We're actually competing for a chance at tag team gold. So just like them, you know, we, we have something to lose in this match. We have a chance to really step up our game and, you know, really show what we got. You know, and I'm not saying we didn't try the first couple of times, but this time's going to be a lot different. And I think the outcome's going to be a lot different. And what is your strategy for this match? Right now we're going to play our strategy, on the weekly. <clears throat> our strategy is getting them where it hurts because we know what makes the Prophets of Madness tick because at the end of the day, they can't cope with the fact that we're doing this and we're going to win because like you said, Ace, we do have something to lose, but the difference is we have less to lose than they do because they have beaten us, and I can accept that. I can accept the fact that they've beaten us because I've come to terms with it. I've come to terms with the fact that we have lost to them. But the thing is, all the pressure's on them, all the spotlights, all the eyes of the people around the world watching the FWWC will witness the fact that these folks have to deliver, that they've beaten us again. And the thing is, they know we are capable of pinning them one, two, three. They know we are capable of taking this out from underneath them because they come into this either with a cocky attitude or a nervous attitude to deliver the fact that they have to beat us because they don't consider us a non-factor. They need to watch out because that non-factor is going to bite them in the ass come tomorrow night. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. You know, um, the only thing I'm going to say is they've been established just a little bit longer. They've been here. They're veterans here in the FWWC. And, I never want to say anything completely bad about either one of them. I mean, I've had my run-ins with Madman Joe, and, I'm, you know, I will say honestly that sometimes I'm not one of his biggest fans. I do have a lot of respect for Bishop. Bishop is, um, you know, if, if you could have two totally opposite people on one team, it would be the Prophets of Madness. You know, Bishop is, is more of a laid-back kind of, you know, easygoing guy where you have Madman who's uptight and always kind of on edge. And, you know, he likes to say, welcome to the madhouse. Um, You know, but sometimes when you are the kind of person that Madman Joe is and you go out there and you're the madman and you're the one everybody thinks is totally nuts, sometimes you bump into somebody who's just a little crazier than you are. And that's when it knocks you off your game. And I kind of see that a little bit with you guys. I think, you know, you guys could match them madness for madness. And I think you guys have been doing a great job here in the FWWC. So I definitely think this is going to be an interesting match, and I believe it could go either way. Well, it's glad to hear that we have somebody in our corner coming in tomorrow. And the uh, the thing is, I need to add on to what you just what you just said. Now, the madness in the Assassin Syndicate is carried by the man with Manic in his name because Crimson Maniac is the reason we're an unpredictable faction. But the reason that we are going to step up to them going forward is quite contrary to the exact opposite. We're calculated. We're cunning. We're exact. We're precise like a scalpel. We're in and out because the Assassin Syndicate knows what they have to do to put down the Prophets of Madness. And I appreciate that people think it could go either way, but I am not done until everybody knows that it goes the Assassin Syndicate way because we are not done until a job is over. And that's with our opponents lying on the mat. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. If you were to go past them and you face the winner, either Devil's Dynasty or Holy Hell, and let's say you get through that and you do manage to get to the Logo. Now, keep in mind, these guys have been the champions for over a year. They have held that title. They have taken on all comers, and they've come out on top. I mean, 
Mata is one of the best in this group. I mean, he is absolutely one of the top-notch people. And then you have somebody like a Luke Justice. Now, Luke Justice has an attitude. Luke Justice thinks he's God and he's untouchable. But I've often said, on any given day, anyone can be beat. What would the strategy be? How will it match with the law dog be different than what you're going up against with Tom tomorrow night? Well, as far as Luke Justice is concerned, I think we all know what happens when he steps up to Ace in the ring. But Ace, do you want to say what else you'd like to add to that? How you would deal with the law dogs as a whole? Well, the same way. I mean, like I said, they're as strong as their weakest link. And I'm not saying Luke's the weak link, but, you know, we've already taken that mountain. We've already put it down. So if we actually come up with them, I say if, when we go against them, then we're going to do the same thing. We're going to take it down like we had before. Quite frankly, we'd be riding that wave of success. We would be riding forward into Money in the Bank and straight to SummerSlam because all the accolades that go behind the Law Dogs, it's, it's there. It's, it's, it's clear as crystal that the Law Dogs are one of the greatest tag team champions. But think of what that does for the legacy of the Assassin Syndicate when we beat them. You've definitely got a point there. Now, I do have a gentleman on the phone who is one uh, half of Madness, and they would like to come on. So I'm going to bring him on, but I'm going to caution both him and you. Let's keep this thing PG-13. Let's not get too out there with our language. Let's be civil. But at this time, Madman Joe is on the line. And Madman Joe, I'm sure you have been listening, and you have a few words you'd like to say to the Assassin's Syndicate. Well, good evening, everybody. Well, I do only have a few words. Is that, well, tomorrow night is just going to be history repeating itself. The Assassin's Syndicate... Maybe some tough competitors, and well, it maybe pulled some uh, impressive victories out their ass. Uh, but uh, last time I checked, you're uh, three and zero against the Prophets of Madness. Uh, tomorrow night's going to be four and zero. Hmm. You know, Man Man well, Joe, it's been said a few times tonight, and I'm sure. Um, you know, that the Assassin's Syndicate is thinking this. You know, there's a first time for everything, okay? There is definitely a first time for everything. And as I like to tell people, that sometimes even a blind squirrel gets a nut. So, yeah, in the, the sunshine for the dogs have some days. And that day, exactly. well, and that day that ain't going to be tomorrow, I can tomorrow tell you night. That. Well, unless you have a crystal ball that I don't know about, you can't predict that that tomorrow night may not be the Assassin's Day. The only thing I can say is, Assassin Syndicate, what would you like to say back to what that man said? Well, I mean, but, you know, I got a prophecy for you. Okay, the syndicates go ahead and beat them tomorrow night, go ahead on to Money in the Bank, beat them, go on to SummerSlam and win the tag titles. How's that for future prediction? Well, your prediction be wrong, my friend. <laughs> no, if I have to close I this out. This. I, I wasn't going to do this, but heck, you know who I am, so I've got to do it. You know, Madman Joe, you and Bishop have been in title contention for tag titles several times. And every time you've come into it, you've come up just a little short. It has escaped your grasp every time. Why should – what makes you think that this one is going to be any different? I mean, you're saying that you guys have beat the syndicate three times, and tomorrow night it's going to be the same. History's going to repeat itself. How do we know, and ask your crystal ball, that history's not going to repeat? that you and Bishop aren't going to come up short? Well, 
all answers can't be all questions can't be answered at one particular time. Some things for the greater it's best to wait for things. But as for the match between the Prophets of Madness and the Assassin Syndicate is definitely going to be a match to watch and most likely will be match of the night. But one well, thing we do that'll know. Definitely, that will definitely be interesting and believe me, that is a match I personally will be watching. And you know... Madman Joe, you and I haven't always seen eye to eye. We haven't always been the best of friends. But I will say that I have a great deal of respect for your partner. So I wish you guys luck. I really do. But I also think that the Assassin Syndicate has proven that they're a really tough team. And I really think that there is a possibility that they could make the fourth time of charm for them in facing you guys. So... You know, like I said, it could go either way, but I really got to say I'm kind of giving a slight edge to the syndicate right now. But maybe you'll get lucky and prove me wrong. Uh, maybe I will. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean maybe you will? What about your partner? Well, I know Bishop will hold up his end. That I ain't got to so worry maybe about. Maybe the two of you will prove me wrong, not just you. Well, me and Bishop are a team. We take the credit for each other. One of us is not better than the other, so we share the credibility. Well, I'm just saying. If he, said, if he signs, I sign. And vice versa. So, Man Man Joe, I'm going to give you an opportunity here before I have to let you go. Is there anything you would like to say to the Assassin Syndicate and anything you'd like to leave the FWWC universe with? Well, get ready for one more battle tomorrow night, boys. Because, well, I know you guys are—I know you guys are serious about these tag team titles, but this time around, the Prophets of Madness have been more focused than ever. We're done playing games. We're sick and tired of the bullshit. We're going straight for exactly what we want. And that is tag team gold. And whoever steps in our way, they're going to get the absolute best of us. Well, one question I will ask you before I let you go that I asked the syndicate. Suppose you are able to get past the syndicate and you go on to or, money in the bank, and you get past that and you do face the law dog, the guys who held that title for more than a year, what strategy do you have and what makes you think that you can unseat them from their goal? Well, our strategy would be the same as every other battle, to go in there with the plan from day one and to put out our best effort forward and for all our hard work going forward it would be a wonderful payoff to actually step into the ring with the longest reigning tag team champions in the FWWC history would be Lawman and Almada and for as long as me and Bishop has been chasing these tag team titles and to have an opportunity and possibly take them off of the longest reigning tag champs, it would be the longest waiting prize of our career. And it would be a long time waiting for that to happen. Well, good luck. And, you know, we shall see how that happens. Thank you again, Madman, for coming on. And as I did with the Madman Assassin Syndicate, would you like to leave the uni- the universe with anything else? And is there anything else, maybe one final thing you'd like to throw out to the Prophets of Madness? I'm glad you asked because, quite frankly, yes, I do have something to say. I apologize, Ace, if I talked over you just now, but I just need to get this out of my chest going forward into yeah. this match is that 
Prophets of Madness, we're going to be doing this for a long, long, long time. This is not the last time we will clash. But mark my words, as the leader of the Assassin Syndicate, I have to win this match tomorrow. To see somebody like Ace at my side and Crimson Maniac getting in the names in the mouths of people of the FWWC, it inspires me because I wanted them to be my disciples. And now as their, as their leader, I need to show them what winning against somebody you make it out to be looks like. And that starts tomorrow with the Prophets of Madness. I need to win this match. I need to win this as the leader of the syndicate, as the man that these people follow, as the alpha, as my namesake, because that's what we do. We finish a match until the job is is done and the assassins get paid and we want to get paid with the gold that is the FWWC Tag Team Championship and it starts tomorrow. Thank you for that. Now Ace, is there anything you'd like to leave everybody with or anything you'd like to leave the Prophets of Madness with? Oh, I think Alpha said everything. Uh, for Bishop, though, we, we still got your Batman. I did redecorate it. Nothing major, okay? It does, but your personality now, kind of pink and sparkly, you know. You get it. But uh, I'll bring it back to you tomorrow when I shove it down your throat again. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for being on the show. Thank you for all you've, uh, you know, offered us tonight. This is definitely going to be tomorrow night some matches worth watching. You know, again, those matches, um, what was once a tag team has now become a singles match, James Buckus versus Douglas James. That will definitely be an interesting, a double main event, which is the second round of the, of the semifinals, actually, of the tag team tournament to decide who will face the year-long running, longest tag team ever in the FWWC, the Law Dogs, and those matches for the second round, again, Prophets of Madness versus Assassin Syndicate, Devil's Dynasty versus Holy Hell. It will definitely be an interesting match tomorrow night. And then Monday night, you will see myself and Remy Rick go against Luchador de KC, and we will, our combined scores, he will have to beat. If he doesn't beat, he will not be at Money in the Bank. He will be out of it. He will not be allowed in the building. He will not be allowed on the ground. He will be barred from anything and everything money in the bank related. If he should beat us, then he will definitely be there and have a match of, I get, I don't know about his choosing, but he will definitely be one of the stars, superstars on that card. Uh, good luck, Luchador. You're going to need it. Again, I also want to say, you know, thank you to our sponsors. Um, you know, congratulations to the WrestleTalk podcast for that 400th episode. We look forward to the 500. We want to thank the WrestleTalk podcast, Royal Mills Transportation, Rathbun Engravings, who engrave those bar-quality mugs that you see, the glass ones. They have your name on it. And shipping and handling, I believe he said was $10. The mugs are 20 and $5 for the engraving. Be sure to get yours if you haven't already. And while you're at it, there's another cup you can get, and we'll get to that one in a minute. We also want to thank Nobleman's Bar, Bar, Barber Lounge, Ask for Pizza Barber, Kincaid at Arcade, or Kincaid Arcade at Over Park Mall, which is where all the watch parties for the FWWC are held, Everything Combat with Pat Milicic and Jeffrey Wilson, Me Fiesta Casey Reynolds, Interstate 70 Sports Media, the new sponsor, Lil Popeye's Design. They are designed the new logo for the Rest of Talk podcast. If you haven't seen it yet, check out our poster tonight. Check out the replay of the um, 400th episode of Rest of Talk. It's there. And they have a Tumblr that they've also done. It has that logo on it. You can get your name put on it. Again, $10 shipping and handling. Five to put your name on the mug, 20 for the, the Tumblr. And just hit up any member of WrestleTalk Podcast, let them know what you're interested in, and they will get that out to you. So we want to thank our sponsors again. We want to thank everybody that came on tonight. And we want to just say that the next couple of matches are going to be phenomenal here. If you are not involved in the matches, hey, get with the CEO. Let him know you want a match. And if he can fit you in, maybe he will, or he might put you in a future match. 
that's how you get done, get things done here, ladies and gentlemen. And we want to thank everybody for listening tonight, the Night Owl for coming on, and uh, the CEO. We want to say, hey, we look forward to seeing you back next week when it will be the Money in the Bank Go Home show. Be sure to tune in. Thanks again, folks, and have a wonderful night. And bless you. I'm still. Bitch!